Hi, this is Carmi. And this is Cassandra. And we're Too Good to Be, be true. true. And this week we're going to cover David Duke, who... That's a hell of a name. Yeah, and is a hell of a guy. And he <laughs> is still with us, unfortunately. So, and he's not in jail. Okay. So and he's not even in he's jail. He's not in jail. We? So it's like, I'm going to be kind of as cautious as possible because right. I'm not going to speculate. I'm, I mean, I will give opinions for sure, but I'm not going to speculate. I'm definitely not going to say anything that can't be verified because I don't want this weird dude coming at me. Yeah. So I'm just going to dive in because, and this is an opinion, disclaimer, he's trash. Let's get into it. Okay. David Duke was born on July 1st, 1950 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. His mother, Maxine, whose maiden name was Crick, was an alcoholic. And his father, also David Duke, was (laughs) David Duke and David Duke. He was an engineer for Shell Oil Company. The family moved around a lot due to his father's job. And they briefly lived in the Netherlands, which would have been cool, I think. Yeah. But... Then they settled in an all-white area of New Orleans, Louisiana in 1955. His father ended up leaving to go live in Laos in 1966 after taking a position with the United States Agency for International Development, a.k.a. USAID. I know we've talked about them in previous episodes. Little David attended school at Clifton L. Gannis School, a conservative Church of Christ-sponsored school. And a project he worked there, worked on there in eighth grade jump-started his segregationist awakening. Okay. <laughs> That's a, not an awakening I would be proud of. That's but something. Anyway. I wouldn't say it's something to be proud of, but it's something. Well, he thinks it is. Let me tell you. He attended a few different schools between New Orleans and Gainesville, Georgia, before ending up at the integrated John F. Kennedy High School in New Orleans. Of course, I'm sure you love that. Yeah, I say integrated because at this time we were pretty shitty and we weren't allowing a lot of black people to be in white schools, but he ended up in one that was already integrated. And by the time he graduated, he had already joined the Ku Klux Klan, which is a white supremacist right wing terrorist and hate group. And from now on, I'll just refer to them as either the KKK or the Klan. Because it's just easier than the mouthful it is Ku Klux Klan. Because I feel yeah, like I'm going to stumble over that at some stumble point. stumble over it at some point if you keep trying to say it, for sure. And they target black people, Latinos, Asian Americans, indigenous people, Jewish people, Catholics, Muslims, leftists, members of the LGBTQIA plus community, atheists, immigrants, and abortion providers. Basically, basically everyone that's not them. Exactly. That's that's almost that's, word for word my note. I was like, so basically, much, that's a broad spectrum of people. Yeah, you know, anyone at all ever who thinks or looks differently different than them. Than them. That's yeah. it. They're they're not about it. And then Duke became involved in far right politics in 1964. So I have to keep reminding myself. So I'll just briefly remind everybody from time to time his age during these things because you read this and you're like okay this man got into he was 14 remember he was born in 1950 so he's involved in far-right politics at 14. 14 he attended a citizens council's meeting which is a meeting of white supremacists Woo. 
Oh my gosh. He also attributed his enlightenment, as he calls it. Enlightenment. To the book Race and Reason, A Yankee View by Carlton Putnam, who was a segregationist. That sounds like an awful book. Uh, I don't have any desire to read any of the books covered in this episode. Yeah, that's <laughs> just gonna not good. Go with that. He also read books on Nazism in the Third Reich and became pro-Nazi. He's he wasn't really, bad enough. <laughs> he's just really going for it. He really is. After meeting William Luther Pierce, the leader of National Alliance, a white supremacist and neo-Nazi organization, Duke ultimately joined the Klan in 1967. So again, a reminder of his age. He's 17. Now he's 17. And he's in KKK. And he's officially joined the KKK. Then in 1968, he started college at Louisiana State University, or LSU, which is in Baton Rouge. And in 1970, while there, he formed a white student group called the White Youth Alliance and became known for wearing a Nazi uniform at school. At school? At school. This bitch is why we got the rules we've got these days about doing stuff like this. My goodness. <laughs> Who would even, even think that's that. okay? I, it, it gets worse. Okay. It gets worse. Give him a second. I'm going to buckle in, you know? Strap in. He celebrated every year on Hitler's birthday. Excuse me, what? Yeah, birthday parties. He had birthday parties? On Hitler's birthday. For Hitler. For Hitler. Hmm. Side note, in case anybody's interested in this, there is a subreddit called Kittler. And it's for cats that have the stash. The mustache yeah. that looks like <laughs> Hitler? Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm I'm into that. I will admit. I'm just, every time I, I see it, I'm funny. like, that's kind of hilarious. But that's this, not funny. so much. Not so much. Duke also attended an American Nazi Party conference with Don Black, who founded an anti-Semitic, neo-Nazi, white supremacist, Holocaust denial, homophobic, Islamophobic, and racist Stormfront Internet Forum, and was the Grand Wizard of the KKK and a member of the American Nazi Party in the 70s. Also in attendance was Joseph Paul Franklin, another white supremacist, would later be convicted of racial and anti-Semitic terrorism and was eventually executed for serial murder in 2013. Boy, these people are really... Get better, idols. Some really nice people. These are not okay. These aren't the people you go looking for. Yeah, this is not the kind of people you want to be associated with. These aren't the kind of people that you want to emulate. No. While Duke himself was arrested in New Orleans in 1972 for inciting a riot because he's an asshole there was a confrontation at the robert e lee monument where duke addison ralph thompson a segregationist and of course the mayor of new orleans and his men this person was a segregationist and the mayor of new orleans yes this thompson and then Hmm. his mentor renee lacoste they placed a confederate flag at the monument and thompson and lacoste also dressed in clan robes for this and then Black Panther members showed up and started throwing bricks at them. <laughs> As they should. <laughs> but the police intervened before anyone was actually hurt. This sounds like quite the event. <laughs> also in 1972, Duke was charged with keeping proceeds he solicited for George Wallace's presidential campaign and for filling glass containers with flammable liquid, which is a crime in New Orleans. But both charges were dropped. 
He went on to found the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan after graduating from LSU in 1974 and became the youngest ever Grand Wizard of the KKKK in 1976. I love how they call it Grand Wizard like it's something... Magical? Yeah. What's magical about being a hateful, racist piece of shit? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing magical about that. Well, he thinks he's magical and he's going to change things. So he tried to change the image of the clan by being well-groomed and professional, allowing women to join and encouraging Catholics to join as well. Oh, look at him go. He also promoted nonviolence and legality. So he still wanted to hate on people, but he wanted to do it legally. Okay. Like that makes it better. Good for you. (laughs) He claimed that the clan was not anti-black, but rather pro-white. And he claims to have left the Klan in the 1980s due to the violence committed by members. But in 1992, Julia Reed, who's an author and journalist, stated in the New York Review of Books, which is a magazine, that he was forced to leave the Klan. Hmm. According to Reed, he had sold a copy of the Klan's membership records to a rival Klan member who happened to be an FBI informer. (laughs) That's not smart. Yeah, well, not really really a smart dude. Duke met his wife, Chloe Eleanor Hardin, while running the White Youth Alliance. They married in 1974 and had two daughters, Erica and Kristen, and I won't be discussing them because I know nothing about them, and I have no idea if they hold their father's beliefs at all. Does the wife? Yes. And they divorced in 1984, and Chloe moved to West Palm Beach, Florida, to be near her parents. And while there, she married Mr. Don Black, who we talked about earlier being in the American Nazi Party. And oh. yeah. And then Duke was also accused of stealing from the Klan itself in the late 70s. He had allegedly refused to turn over money made during Klan rallies, and another Klansman accused him of using the proceeds to purchase his home in Metairie and make repairs. Which Metairie's just a, another city outside of New Orleans. Okay. Duke justified this by saying that the Klan used his house. So he said, they use my house for meetings and stuff, so repairs are justified. Okay. I guess that makes sense. But was it true? And did but it matter? But was it actually and true? Did all the money go towards that? Probably not. He pled guilty to disturbing the peace in 1979. And this is because in 1976, he led a group of 70 to 100 Klan members in surrounding police vehicles in a Metairie hotel parking lot. And For what reason? Because I don't even... Just because he could? I don't even know. I really Were genuinely... protesting do- something? I don't know. I really don't know. If y'all are interested, do a little looking up, I guess, because I didn't really get the full information on that. They just did it because yeah, they guess. wanted to. And he was originally convicted of, of this in 1977, but the Louisiana Supreme Court had reversed the ruling because the state had given illegal evidence. And in 1979, he finally is, I guess, convicted again. He is fined $100 and given a three-month suspended sentence. In 1980, he gets arrested again, this time for illegally entering Canada to be on a radio talk show. (laughs) (laughs) He was arrested in Vancouver, British Columbia after the radio talk show ended, and the show was about third world immigration into Canada. So I guess he went up there to try and persuade them to be as racist as he is and not not allow third world immigrants. 
but it was fine for him to sneak up illegally. He was like, come on, jump on board. And then in 1980, of course, that's when he left the KKK, saying it was his own reasons, but that was due to those allegations that he was trying to sell the organization's mailing list. And he then went on to found the National Association for the Advancement of White People and served as president. So he made his own foundation. Yeah. And for the, the advancement of white people. Did the white people need to be advanced? Let's be real here. So. <laughs> so then he moves on to getting deeper into politics because that's what we want. And in 1975, <sighs> Duke ran for the Louisiana State Senate as a Democrat from a Baton Rouge district, but he lost. He ran again in 1979 and he lost again. In 1980, he ran for the presidential nomination, again as a Democrat, despite the fact that he was six years too young to be qualified. I believe you have to be 35 to get the presidential nomination. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's 35. So he's, at this point, too young. Let me think. Yeah, he would have been 29. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. This is 1980. So if this was prior to his little birthday, he would have still been 29. Yeah. He tried to put his name on the ballot in 12 states, and at the Democratic National Convention, he said that he wanted to select issues and form a platform representing the majority of this country, a.k.a. white people. He ran in the Democratic presidential primaries in 1988 and lost after barely making any impact. After failing as a Democrat, he then switched to the Populist Party and won the presidential nomination there. He appeared on the ballot in 11 states and was a write-in in others. However, he also lost that election with only 0.04% of the popular vote. <laughs> he probably had like three people. Yeah, sounds about right. He changed his political affiliation from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party in 1988 and then ran for a seat in the Louisiana House of Representatives in 1989. Well, good for him, because that's who he needs to be appealing to, because those other people weren't going to vote for him. Well, I mean, maybe some of them, but I don't know. (laughs) Well, the reason he was running was because the previous state representative, Charles Cusimano, resigned his seat to become a judge. So a special election was actually called to replace him, and that one Duke actually won. Oh. And he then served from 1989 to 1992. However, he was described as being single-minded, and he only managed to get one bill passed during his time, and that bill prohibited movie producers and book publishers from paying jurors for their accounts with their court experiences. So really, in the grand scheme of things, he didn't do shit that was important. Yeah, he didn't really do anything. In 1990 and 1991, he ran for the U.S. Senate and governor, respectively, and he lost both. His views prompted critics from the Louisiana Coalition Against Racism and Nazism. Gideon Rockman interviewed Duke's 1990 campaign manager, who said, and I quote, The Jews just aren't a big issue in Louisiana. We keep telling David, stick to attacking the blacks. There's no point in going after the Jews. You just piss them off and nobody here cares about them anyway. Wait, what the fuck? (laughs) Excuse me? Yeah, that's his literal advice from his campaign manager. Don't worry about those Don't Jews. Don't worry about those Just Jews. Just keep attacking the black people. Just keep attacking the black people. Great plan. Because that's the problem we have down here. Oh, my God. 
And (laughs) during his 1991 campaign, Duke claimed to be the spokesman for the white majority. And according to the New York Times, he had equated the extermination of Jewish people in Nazi Germany to affirmative action programs in the U.S. The dude is really anti-Jew. Obviously. He then ran in the 1992 presidential primaries as a Republican, but Republican Party officials had tried to block his participation because they weren't having his shit. Oh, God. (laughs) So he, of course, did not win. He ran Apparently for th- no one's having his shit. No one wants this man. No, no one wants to claim this man. They're like, no, you can have him. You can have him. <laughs> it's like um, those threads that you see every once in a while where they're like, as a white person, we don't claim her. We give her to the Asians. And then like an Asian person will be like, on behalf of the Asian yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, I see those. <laughs> and it just keeps going. Yeah, I've seen that. It's like that. Mm-hmm, exactly. He ran for the U.S. Senate again in 1996 and 1999, and he lost both. He joined the Reform Party in 1999, but then left the party after the election. I guess he was just trying it out. (laughs) Seeing what sticks. Seeing seeing what he could do, because nobody likes him, I guess. And after Barack Obama won the presidency in 2008, he had some things to say, of course. I'm sure he did. So he held a conference for white supremacists in Memphis, Tennessee. He spoke a little about Obama, but focused mostly on Jews and how he claimed that they were responsible by taking control of the media and Hollywood. He stated that in doing so, they had brainwashed white Americans into voting for a black man. The horror. (laughs) None of that even makes sense. Like, for what reason, first of all? And second of all... I mean, there's like, that's a lot of stuff going on. No big deal. All the Jews got together, took yeah. over the media, took over Hollywood, yeah. decided they want a black president, so they took it upon themselves to brainwash all of white America to it's elect a, a black man. Why would they care? Yeah, what do they care? That's Why are I'm they saying. like, oh, we gotta get a black guy in there? This guy. We want this guy. <laughs> and Duke, of course, supported Donald Trump, saying that, Voting for anyone else is really treason to your heritage. <laughs> or, you know... Voting, or common sense. Or voting, not voting for him is common sense. <laughs> because he is a terrible person. He still supported Trump in 2020 and urged him to replace Vice President Mike Pence with Tucker Carlson to stop the commie Bolsheviks. Where does he come up with this shit, honestly? It must be an interesting world inside his mind. I guess so. A whole bunch of different stuff going on in there than out here in the real world. He actually wanted to take credit for Trump and Tucker Carlson's ideas, such as Trump including Steve Brannon and Stephen Miller, believers in the theories of white genocide and white replacement as advisors for his administration, and also for Tucker Carlson speaking about white replacement and immigration fears on his show. Which they believe that white people are being basically eliminated. They're being replaced, hence white replacement and white genocide. Because they're they're probably seeing, I don't know, the stuff about how in so many years pretty much everybody's going to be a mixed race Race. because no one is really sticking to racial stuff that's a good thing not a bad thing that's just that's just evolution that's just like 
I don't know. That's just like, to me, it just makes sense. Like, why would you want, okay, unless, unless you are a Nazi, why would you want pure, like, pure blood? Pure blood. I'm putting that in quotation marks because I mean, like, I don't really believe there is such a thing, but like, literally, why would you want, why would you want that? Like, that makes like no sense to me. They just I think, just don't get it. They think white people are just the master race. It's like, just do you don't... really think that you're that fucking special? Based on your skin color? How about no? <laughs> you're not. And honestly, I feel like, you know, having culturally and ethnically diverse people makes things more interesting or like i don't know it's just like it's more it's honestly more beautiful let's be honest it's more beautiful and it's a lot harder to have this kind of shit going on when you got five different ethnicities mixed in there how are you going to be like white people are the best when only a fifth of you is white white yeah but like here's the thing like i can't even imagine that white people really are the majority even now because it just it, like, are they? Like, is that a proven fact? Like, are there more white people than there are everyone else? I really don't know. Because I feel like there's no way. I mean, I know he wasn't saying worldwide. He was saying in this country. And at a certain point, I'm sure that was correct because... Okay, maybe at a certain point. You know, we yeah. all came over But I just feel and... like there's so many people here and it's so much more diverse. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even believe that there's, well, quote unquote pure white people like that many do you know what i mean like i would feel like there's got to be more going on than you know i don't know i don't know i would die if this man took an ancestry dna test and it came out saying he had a percentage of african same though (laughs) honestly duke announced that he was running for the u.s senate again in 2016 to defend the rights of European Americans who he claimed were subject to racism. Okay. White people really were not really that subject to racism. To racism and ever. By all means, us European Americans don't want you to defend us. We're good. We're good. <laughs> good, bro. People who made donations to his campaign were publicly outed in 2017, which led to boycotts and lost business for those donors. Rightfully so. I believe, and I don't know the name of it, but there was a restaurant that actually closed permanently because they supported him, and they went so far downhill after they were outed that they closed. Well, good for them. Yeah, I'm like, good for them. That's what you get. Now, he's got some scamming shit going on because otherwise he wouldn't be on this podcast. So we'll get into that now. From 1993 to 1999, Duke sent out mass mailings to supporters claiming to be in dire need of financial assistance. He told people that he was in danger of losing his home and his life savings and was facing complete financial ruin because of a lawsuit against him. In reality, he sold his home by his own choice for profit and he had large amounts of money in investment accounts. He was not suffering by any means. It doesn't sound like it. Supporters sent him cash and checks through the mail, totaling hundreds of thousands of dollars, which he then deposited into an account in a friend's name. 
although Duke was listed as a signer on Why the account. Why was he depositing an account in someone else's name? Because he's a scammer. Because I he see. didn't want it linked to his own name. He didn't name. want it linked to him. Yeah, I so see. he could defraud. So he was listed as a signer on the account, except the account itself was solely under the friend's tax ID number, which since we work in banking, we understand that's a thing that can happen. Those of you that don't know, you very well can open up an account and have it only under your social, but you can authorize signers on the account who can take money out or whatever, pay bills with it, write checks based off it. It's way more common in business accounts. Yeah, I was going to say, that's more of like a business thing or like a sole prop or something. Yeah, know. you can absolutely have somebody who isn't technically an owner of the account who is able to access Or like the an account. organization or something. Right, yeah, yeah. A lot of the nonprofits have something like that because obviously the business itself can't be taking money out it's a business not a person person. (laughs) so yeah that'll happen and after he would have the money deposited into this friend's account he then had the money deposited into his own account and he used it for personal investments in gambling (laughs) okay so he was using it for his own yeah, he just lied. He said, I need, I need this money because... Not because he didn't have a house or a whatever. Right. He was trying to tell them that he needed the money because he was really struggling and he was going to lose everything he had. And really, what he was doing was gambling. He also filed a false tax return for the year of 1998. See, this is why he wanted to put the money into somebody else's Elsa's account. account. I guess that makes sense. He did not include all of his earnings and claimed that his total gross income for 1998 had been $18,831. But it was actually $65,034. That's a big difference. That is more than three times what That's he claimed. That's a big difference. On December 12th, 2002, Duke pleaded guilty to these charges and was sentenced to 15 months in prison and fined $10,000. He was also ordered to cooperate with the IRS to pay the money he still owed from his 1998 tax return. Because a lot of the supporters had sent small amounts of money, like five bucks, it was determined to be too difficult to return all the money to them. So... You had to pay this ten grand, but none of it went back to the people. None of it went back to the people. But you know what? Serves them right. I would feel bad for scam victims in any other instance, but you were sending money to a racist... A piece of shit. ...Nazi. Basically. So, you get what you get. You support a person like that. Not a surprise that they stole from you. You okay? Exactly. (laughs) He was released from prison in May of 2004... And he stated that the only reason he pled guilty was because of the bias he felt from the U.S. court system and not because he was actually guilty. Guilty. Of course he would say that. (laughs) He claimed that the charges were all false and made up to derail his political career. What fucking political career? Exactly. He failed at everything. Everything you tried to do, you were very unsuccessful. He managed to win exactly one time and passed a one and did bill. Nothing. <laughs> one bill. And it was about people in jurors making money oh off of God. book deals. No one Damn. cares. No one cares about this. 
And he said that he took the plea bargain to get a shorter sentence rather than go to trial and get an unfair full sentence. Right. Sure you did, buddy. Sure you did. In 2009, he was arrested and kicked out of the Czech Republic. He had gone on an invite from a Czech neo-Nazi group to give lectures promoting his book, My Awakening. That's another read. If anybody my, you want to read some pure go check out and My Awakening. Bullshit, my Awakening. <laughs> David Duke. <laughs> he was arrested on April 23rd of 2009 on suspicion of denying or approving of the Nazi genocide and other Nazi crimes and promotion of movements seeking suppression of human rights, both of which are crimes in the Czech Republic. The police ended up releasing him on April 25th on the condition that he leave the country by midnight that day, and eventually they dropped the charges due to lack of proof in September 2009. Maybe if they'd let him go through with it, they could have got him, but they decided to nip it I in mean, the bud I guess and true. just get him out, which I can't blame them. I would be like, get, get out. I would tell him to get out. Then Dummy also got himself kicked out of Italy, and a portion of Europe in 2013. What is he doing? <laughs> Stupid shit. He was living in Valle di Cadore in northern Italy after being granted a visa by the Italian embassy in Malta, but later the Italian police found out about the Switzerland thing, um, that they had actually issued a residence ban against him for Switzerland and the entire Schengen area, which is an area of Europe consisting of 27 countries that have abolished border control at their mutual borders. So if you're traveling amongst these 27 countries, okay. you can just freely do so. You can do They so. don't have border control. And okay. since they're so loose about it, they were like, we can't control him going throughout the 27 because no one checks, so he can't come to any of them. So they just said nope, no can't to, come any, to of any of them. That way they don't have to worry about trying to monitor where he where is he because he cannot be there at all. Right. That makes sense. So, like I said, he's still with us. Unfortunately, the Gators have not gotten him yet. Oh my heavens. And he currently lives in Mandeville, which is near New Orleans. It's across Lake Pontchartrain, which Okay. So Mandeville's in St. Tammany Parish. And New Orleans is in Orleans Parish. Okay. And St. Tammany's like right above Orleans. So okay. gesturing with my hands. None of you can see this. I'm <laughs> showing her. I, I, I'm making a sense hand of map. All this. So like New Orleans is down here. And then there's I-12 in the Lake Pontchartrain. And then Mandeville. All right. So he's still right there. He's still that's right there. That's very close. Yes, that's he's, very close. Yeah. So that's where he's at. He's still in the New Orleans area. Living it up. Living it up. So... Is he, like, really, like, I know you used to live down in this area, so, like, is he well-known down there? Like, do people know about him? I'm sure people know about him, but he's not really talked about a lot at all, ever. No one really cares about this man, and... He apparently thinks that he made He thinks he's the shit. He has a website, by the way, davidduke.com, where you can go and read him blubbering on and on about how awful the Jews are. He also has a podcast. He has a podcast? He has a podcast. I have not listened to it. I will not give him any listens or downloads. I would He does never. not deserve them. I did look at his website out of curiosity. I knew it was going to be there, but I still wanted to see it with my own eyes. Very first thing was some bullshit about Jews, of course, taking over everything and ruining things. 
So this is a man that's just purely fueled by hate. I was going to say, definitely fueled by hate. And all he does is talk shit (laughs) on mostly Jews. Mostly Jews. But also black people. Really, he just hates everyone who isn't white. He just hates everyone if you're not him, basically. But he just has a few specific groups that he goes after a little harder than, than the others. He seems lovely. Doesn't he? Doesn't he seem like a peach? Not really. So he's still down there, and, uh, you know, anybody wants to hang out with him. If that's your cup of tea. <laughs> See if he wants to have some more conferences. You know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I am not a fan. Neither am I. I can't he's, say he's, I am. What is he now, like 73, I think? I yeah. don't think we'd have much to talk about. He's just saying. I think I would have a lot to talk about. Well, I mean, I could talk about a lot of things. We would have a lot to disagree about. Disagree about. He wouldn't like any of it. Yeah, he would not like any of the things that I would have to say to him, and I wouldn't really care. I would just gladly say them anyway. But yeah, he's trash. He's still around. He's still being hateful. He's still trying. Even though he got in trouble, do you think that he's probably still getting money from people somehow? Probably. Probably. He probably has independent supporters that he, oh, I'm sure. you know, writes back and forth. But see, and that's what I was thinking. He's probably got, like, quote-unquote followers or something. Like, people that still, you know, hold the same beliefs as him and kind of, like, support what he does. I mean, he's got a website, so... There's probably a few old-ass white people that are still around that are like we need to have the kkk back we need david duke to be president bring bring back the kkk and have david duke at the helm yeah how about make america great again (laughs) yeah there we go (laughs) no 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 thank you so i don't even i don't even know how to end it because i don't want to say if it seems too good to be true it is although that is true because That's none of this true. was too good to be true. This was all awful. This was yeah, all was terrible. Was so if it's shitty. too good to be true, it is. And if it's all just pure shit, it's also awful and awful just avoid and it. Bullshit. Yeah. And it just yeah. stay away from it. Right. And uh, if you guys want to find us on our socials, we're on Facebook at Too Good to Be True Podcast, Instagram and TikTok, Too Good to Be True Pod. You want to write us an email if you have a story to tell us, a suggestion to make, a case you want us to cover. Whatever you want to talk about, just send us an email, too good to be true pod at outlook.com. If you go to our main page that's listed um, at the bottom, if you click on our you know website link, it'll take you to anchor.fm slash too good to be true. You can support us monetarily if you would like to do so, or you can also send in a voice note and be on the show if you want. Or if you don't want us to use it, you can still send it in and just tell us don't use it. But we're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting for We're someone waiting. to Somebody send us do this. something. Give us some opinions. Just tell us. We want to talk to people. But yeah, you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. We'll talk to you. As long as you're not David Duke. And yeah. trying to talk about <laughs> Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. There's a cat. (laughs) I was waiting for her to do that. That That's why I opened the door before. Um,
Should then, I let her in? Yeah. Because she'll probably sit out there and meow until we do. behind the door because if she sees me letting her in, she might not come in. But we can't let anyone well. else in. Just her. Pocket. Um, are you coming in? <laughs> come on. You're stuck now. Ah, you're stuck, bitch. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. She's like, no, no, no. I'm traumatized. <laughs> oh my god, she's so scared. Pumpkin, it's okay. So she'll calm down. Hi. And if she doesn't, we'll just let her out.